Bonjour, hello, hi everyone. Welcome to OAP 101. This is the very first episode for 2018. So I say Happy New Year. How many of your New Year re- resolutions have you broken? I have. Uh, let's just move on. <laughs> Today I want to talk about interviews again. And the reason I'm doing that is because ever since I did the first podcast on interviews and a blog post, I have had a lot of follow up questions. A lot of people have been asking, okay, so for example, what if the person you're interviewing is not a celebrity should I only interview celebs how do I interview other I mean there have been so many questions concerning that and I thought it would be great to share some of my worst and best interviews as a way of teaching you how to you know have a kick-ass interview excuse my French so let's start with one of my best and that's when I first started at top radio what happened was I had some friends who were also stars uh, perhaps you know mi aha uh-huh, there you go mi and i were friends and when i started on radio and by the way <laughs> a lot of people don't know when i actually started on radio so that's going to make a great second episode for 2018 but let's go back to when i started on radio i started reaching out to a lot of these friends of mine and one of my favorite interviews was in the early stages when i was interviewing stars that were also my friends as one person said it when they sent me a letter the person was like you know what i stay in my car until you've finished your interview before I get down and go to work because the interviews are so much fun. It's like you're friends and yes, most times you are friends and that's when I learned like if you have a great conversation with whomever it is that you're interviewing, that's one way to guarantee a dope interview. So if for example, you're interviewing someone who might not be as well known as A-list celebrities or it's not an entertainment field. For example, your show is more political, your show is more about business and you're worried. Always remember that if you can make it sound fun, engaging and like a conversation, you will go a long way to making like a great, great, great show. So that's another thing I, I really need to hone on is the fact that Even though I might know some people, what about days when I don't know who I'm interviewing? You have to establish a rapport before you go on air with them, which I have mentioned before. So always find something that you can connect with. Is it their sense of style? Is it that you're actually a genuine fan of theirs? Is there a book they've read that you you stumbled across and you're like, oh wow, you've read this book, it's also my favorite book. Whatever it is, try to find something that establishes you, you know, and gives you that rapport with the person you're interviewing. Having said that, one of my worst interviews ever was with a Nigerian music icon, name withheld. Now the problem was I was, This guy was an icon, yes. He's still an icon. Two, was I a fan of this person? Yes. Three, when he came to the station, did he come by himself? Of course not. He came with his manager, his PR person, a cameraman. I think there were like 15 people or or close to that, maybe around 10 people in the studio with little me. So there I was on one side of the microphone and it was just me and I'm looking at this icon and all his people like I man, even when I knew what to do, I felt like I was hesitating and they were actually telling me stuff like they would tell me stuff like, oh, the song is about to finish. We go on air. And in my mind, I'm like, 
you know normally i'm in charge i'm in charge why am i not in charge today and you know i just i was asking him questions but i just felt like it wasn't flowing i just i felt under a lot of pressure and i realized that i had allowed myself get intimidated and so that's one thing i want to remind you of like don't don't lose your space don't lose your footing when someone comes into your space you have to own your space stay confident know that you're the best at what you do and that's why you're doing it they're the best in their field which is great so now the best in their field and the best in your field that is you you're going to have like a great conversation have i interviewed him since then of course i've interviewed him about two more times guess what guys aced it high five <laughs> but yes i hope you've learned from that one of my other favorite interviews was actually with uh, an upcoming artist, as we like to call them. I like to say um, fresh, you know, he wasn't established. And there's always that worry when you're interviewing someone, your, your audience might not know already. You're like, oh, la la, will they want to listen? Will they be bored? But guess what? He was such a great conversationalist that people started sending messages they were asking about him and after that you know they kept connecting with him that's when i learned that even though star power is great you can still have a dope interview if your guest is also like a great conversationalist trust me there's some alias people you will have chats with and they might come across as boring while somebody that you're thinking oh that's just a fresh artist what are we going to talk about will have so much to say it was such an engaging interview and those are my favorite kind of interviews where it's not just say for example i'm talking about music but it's not just about music we're not just asking them what's your favorite song you know we're going into life we're talking about things that we never even expected to to talk about and that's one of my favorite interviews and what i took from that and what you should take from that is it's not always about star power you know it's also about who the person is and finding that thing that brings them to life one of the worst interviews i've had and that's a personal worst for me i'm sure that perhaps the people who watch the interview they wouldn't think it was bad but one of the worst interviews i had was on one of my live youtube shows and i just felt very unrehearsed and unprepared I was interviewing someone who knew her audience and usually I research so much. If my show is going to be one hour, I probably do like three hours research before I go on air. But for whatever reason, I had scribbled notes, but they, they were not in depth. And here I was making mistakes and she corrected me once or twice. It's not a big deal because the truth is as a human being, you can't know it all. So you will make mistakes. But I think the problem I had was if I had researched the way I normally research my topics and know what I'm talking about, then I wouldn't have felt bad. But I think I felt like what I had done was very sloppy and I was just very disappointed in myself. And so what I want to take from it is you only have that chance to make that impression. Do your research, okay? Every interview is important. Every day is important. The truth is there are times when, okay, so imagine if you just get to the studio, you're supposed to interview a guest and then the next thing somebody else that shows up. Can you imagine if that happens? So I'm not saying like, oh, cram everything you're going to say. Because the truth is sometimes the research is not even, it's just about maybe information or news or stuff like that. But one thing I also learned is be careful in terms of when you're doing your research. Don't get to a point where you're just saying, oh, I'll wing it. And then you try to wing it so much that you make 
mistakes and there's some things you can't wing if you want to teach people how to make pasta for example perhaps you can wing it but if it's something that is factual and people can actually go back to research it please do not wing it and so the lesson i'm taking from that is always know what you're going to say and why and be careful when it comes to trying to wing things especially when you're interviewing someone who will take you up on it and with all of this i hope what you've been able to take is there are different kinds of interviews but you need to be a conversationalist find something both of you can agree on find something that both of you gel with so that you build that rapport also ensure that you know what it is you're talking about you know the subject you know who it is you're interviewing and if you ever have to interview someone because you you know you didn't you didn't have enough notice maybe they just told you literally five minutes before they came into the studio Try to come up with generic things that you can ask just anyone. So one of the tasks I give interns is I say, go and come up with 10 questions. And they say, who is the guest? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you who the guest is. I want 10 questions and I don't want, may we know you. Come up with great 10 questions for someone you've never met and you don't even know who it is. And they go and they do their research and they have fun. And then they come back with questions that are interesting. Like they'll say, if you were a superhero, what kind of superhero would you want to be? That's a question you can ask anybody. You don't have to know them. So that's another thing you should know. Have generic questions, things you can fall back on so that even when you don't know who it is you're interviewing specifically, you will still be able to wing it. And when it comes to winging it, remember, Wing things that are not controversial. Wing things that are wingable <laughs> and avoid winging things that should never, ever, ever be winged. I hope this helps you if it does spread the word and we'll soon have OAP 101 podcast available for downloads. I'll tell you more about that. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram, the OAP 101. You can also follow the hashtag OAP 101 and let's connect.